Welcome to the Stop Marketing Now, Do This Instead podcast, and I'm your host, Tobin Slavin, and today we're talking about games. Now, you know with the name, I always share this at the beginning, Stop Marketing and Do This Instead. What is the this? We finish, We always finish up the podcast with that one, right? If you haven't listened before, then you'll be in for a surprise. If you have listened before, you know what that is. Uh, let's get into talking about games. So I've been reading lately... Uh, this is today's conversation is about marketing, but it's really about so much more. Um, I'm reading on my Kindle right now a book called The Simulation Hypothesis. So, if you're not familiar with that term, uh, it's a it's not only the title of a book. The, the Simulation Hypothesis is also that uh, philosophical question. I'm not sure that's the right way to describe this. It is the idea that we may actually be living in a video game. Uh, You may have heard famous people, so Elon Musk, for example, uh, and a number of other, um, Nick Bostrom is one, uh, Neil deGrasse is another one. There are a number of people who have made uh, mathematical speculations. So basically the the theory is that um, if our future... Uh, if in the future the technology continues to grow in advance at the pace that it has been, you know that back in the 70s we were playing Pong as a video game. You guys remember Pong, like with the paddles, and it was batting a little uh, tiny ball back and forth, but the ball was really just pixels. Well, that was like the first kind of video game, and now we have these immersive uh, augmented reality, virtual reality things that if we continue to advance, that somewhere between... Uh, 10 and 100 years, at some point, we're going to hit the uh, simulation point. That basically means that the games will become indistinguishable from reality, kind of like living in the Matrix, if you've ever seen that movie. Um, But in the Matrix, there is the artificial intelligence outside the Matrix, which is kind of tricking humans uh, into thinking that they're, you know, they, they... They're using them as batteries. (laughs) You have to watch the movie. I know I'm getting a little deep here. But uh, pull this back. The Simulation Hypothesis is a book uh, written, and I I actually can't remember the gentleman's name. I'm reading it on my Kindle, um, which is new for me. Mostly I've had, you know, hardcover books. Uh, But I'm reading this one on the Kindle, and it's really interesting because he is a video game designer. And and the basic premise is that a lot of the things that uh, computer programmers or game designers have to think about when they're planning out their game, it actually mirrors what we see in quantum physics. So it really does sort of make you question, are we living in some kind of game? Which we're not going to answer that. People way smarter than myself have wrestled with that question, and they're never going to come up with those answers, at least not with our current level of science and ability to test that kind of question. But here's where it's relevant to you. If we were living in a game, let's just sort of play that thought experiment out for a second. If we were living in a video game, what would you do differently in your daily life? How would your work life be different? How would you go about your workday differently? How would you do things differently in your home life? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. It's partially inspired by, I'm going to hold up a book that I read. This one's maybe a year or two old. Uh, by the way, if you guys have not heard me talk about my um, 2019 book challenge, so I'm downsizing my bookshelf. Uh, we're going to be moving this spring. And so I'm downsizing a lot of my hard copies of books. This is one that I love. This is by Jane McGonigal. Uh, it says, The Revolutionary Approach to Getting Stronger, Happier, Braver, and More Resilient. 
Jane McGonigal is actually an academic who studies video games. Uh, that, that's her work. That's her career. And what's really interesting in this book, she has another one called Reality is Broken, two awesome books. But basically, uh, they say that when we play video games, the best of us comes out. Like we're, we're more resourceful, like if we, in a video game, if you, if you die, if your character in the video game dies, it's not the end of the world, you just kind of, you take it with, you know, it's like water off a duck's back, you just kind of pick up, you keep playing because it's fun. You bring your best, bravest, most resourceful, smartest side of you into the game. And her idea is that if you could bring that more of that into real life, we'd all have better lives. It's kind of related, if you think about it, with the simulation hypothesis. So, long story short, I have some awesome books. If this interests you, uh, reach out to me. Let me know. I might, I might, if I can, hook you up with uh, something good because my my bookshelf is getting smaller. It's uh, a, a, a bit fewer of these hardcover books and a bit more of this, which is my Kindle, which is I'm trying to cram my bookshelf into a device that I can take with me uh, as we're moving around and, and just make life a little bit easier in the next couple of years. So uh, where this comes into the marketing world is uh, I think I'm influenced by these books that I've been reading. You know, I grew up playing video games. Um, I think that work our life and work is meant to be fun and playful, and when it doesn't feel that way, we're doing something wrong. I'm guilty uh, of that as well at times, um, and it's a thought that goes through my head of how can I make things differently because it should be fun and playful like a video game because when you get to the place where you get up each day and you go to work and it feels like you're playing a video game, like you're not working anymore, right? You're just You're just having fun each day, and I think that's... That's the ideal that I'm shooting for. That's what I would encourage you. And I think the space that I work in, digital marketing, has that potential because it has a lot of the ingredients of a successful game. So there's there's uh, analytics, which are very similar to scoreboards, and there's you know time elements of campaigns uh, that we put out there. And you sometimes you feel like you're winning, and sometimes you feel like you're using. And a lot of that is really based on, like in a game, when you compete against another team, the clock ends at the end of the game, and you have more points, or they have more points. Like there's a winner and loser, but it's kind of arbitrary, right? You really... In the end, you're competing against yourself to get better and better. That's your goal. And that's also very similar to the, to the marketing space. So specifically in my line of work where I talk about, and this is where the title of the podcast comes in, Stop Marketing, Do This Instead. The this is to create more conversations with people because it's the conversations that create real, genuine, long-lasting relationships. Play the long game, right, so that you have a network and an audience and a list of people that you've built up over time that you'll continue to bring value to them and they'll be there for you when you need them. Uh, that's pretty game-like, too, because you can have fun with those conversations. You can, for lack of a better word, you can flirt, be frisky with people, not in a sexual sense, but just have fun, be fun and playful with people because why not? Like, life is too short. Why be too serious? I've been accused of that before, right? You guys, anyone who knows me uh, knows that I've been accused of being too serious at times. So I'm looking for that fun, playful side myself. Uh, that's, I think we'll wrap up for there today. Check out the uh, simulation hypotheses if you're interested in this concept. Uh, I will tell you, I'm, I'm always interested when I see an idea being shared from different sources. So what I mean by that is when quantum physics is talking in a, about an idea and then you see it uh, sort of the idea or the concept mirrored 
in ancient uh, religious or spiritual texts, text, uh, and they're basically saying the, the same thing but using different words. And then I see it in, uh, in other areas, um, for example, uh, Friston's free energy principle, which is not specifically quantum physics. It's more about sort of mental health and um, uh, neuroscience. But they're all talking about the same thing. When I see the same thing being described from different perspectives like that makes me think there's more substance to that than we realize. Now, you and I can go about our regular day. Right, we can say, "Oh, this is all woo-woo, fuzzy bunnies," and what's this matter to me? Right, if whether we're in a video game or not, it's the same thing. I got to put gas in my tank, got to feed my family, got to make the boss happy, got to make the clients happy. Whatever the reality of your world, we're, we're still faced with those challenges. But what if we are living in a video game? How does that change how you would operate on a day-to-day -day basis? Could you, could you, or would you take a step back and think? Well, if this is a game, how could I have more fun doing it? And I think that is the value in these sort of thought experiments, which is if it impacts you, if there's an application that makes things a little bit better for you, it's probably worth doing. If it's just conceptual and just something to argue about, uh, none of us need more of that, right? Stop marketing now. Do more of this. Have a conversation. I'd love to have the conversation with you about games. Let's have fun together.